Hello, goddesses. Today we have Heather, goddess from Australia, and she speaks truth, goes even beyond truth, and speaks nothing but spruth. And what is this spruth magic? We will get to learn from her. So welcome, Heather. Welcome to our show. Welcome to Platinet of Trinity <laughs> with Meena. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. And thank you for the opportunity to How join the goddesses from around the world. How are I'm you? well, thank you. Very so, well, thank you. So, so Heather, what we'll do is we go back in our journey. You know, you take us back to our yeah. journey where, where uh, your thought process, your self-love process, your spooth process was still not formed or was maybe on the other side i don't know so i would like to hear the story how things were earlier and then how did you find it and then what miracle happened in your life so that will be our point. okay yeah awesome so i don't know whether you have a saying um in india walking on eggshells mm -hmm. do you know that saying do you relate to that relate i've to heard that? it in english but not in okay, okay. <laughs> um yes it's it's like when you're around people that you're really uncertain of what the reactions are going to come back at you. So it's like constantly walking with trepidation or, or a bit of fear or a bit of anxiety because um, right. you don't know what's going to crack. You don't know what's going to break, what's going right. to, to shatter. Slightest sound, the slightest movement. And so we can start to sort of almost live in fear yeah. And it's often around someone. It can be in the workplace. It can be at home. It can be with your friends. I'm sure most of the goddesses will be going, ah, oh, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. I, I've been there. Yeah, and yeah. so I, even in my business, that was happening. And it was my business. And I was like, oh, mm. I just, I had some team members and I was always really uncertain. And it actually affected it affected my mental health quite mm -hmm. a lot. And I became, it was crazy when I look back, but I came disempowered because I wanted to speak things, but I didn't know how to. And I was scared that if I spoke it, what the consequences are going to be. And I remember even when we met in India, we had, a dis we had discussions around this. So right. we often have these wonderful stories that play out in our head about what will happen. And so I transformed my life. I went on a bit, of, I went on a really deep journey of what it is to be a woman, what it is to be a business owner, to be a mother daughter, to be a, a goddess. And I wrote my book a couple of years ago and I called it a cosmically juicy life because mm -hmm. it was just like there were epic, I had aha moments happening all the time and they were. First, they were aha moments and they were epic and then they went beyond epic. So what's beyond epic? It's like cosmic. Right. And then, and then being a woman, stepping into being juicy is, is a pretty cool thing. So it was like a cosmically juicy life. <laughs> and the tagline was, it was, yeah, Heather Joy's journey home. And interesting, on a side note, I have some male coaches, some men, who are now telling me I have to get that footprint off because it's bad for my branding. Uh huh. Okay. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's interesting. So I'd love what your listeners think about, you know, we have to get rid of our story. Yeah. Um, and then 
I was sitting on the end of my bed and I was looking at a lot of people and said, how do you transform your life? Because I transformed a lot. And I didn't really know. I was like, oh, I did some embodiment practice. I did some rituals. I explored some tantric. I just sold my business. Did a few things, you know. And then I was sitting on the end of my bed and literally looked up to the sky and said, hey, help me out. What's my disruptive idea? What am I here to share with the world? And I got an instant download, Spruth, S-P-R-U-T-H, Spruth. And I wasn't very gracious because I went, great, what is it? <gasps> I'm more gracious now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then as I explored it, I went back to my book launch and this gentleman had come up and said, what's your story about? I'm like, yeah, my first 59 years. And he's like, yeah, but what's the message? I'm like, oh, there isn't one. He's like, yeah, but what's the message? I'm like, oh, go away, go away. Um, hope, faith. Yeah, but what's the real message? I was like, oh, my goodness. Um, and then sort of dropped in and I sort of grounded and it was like permission to speak my truth because that's what I'd done in the book. Right. And then he sort of bristled up and he was like, I have no problems speaking my truth. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. And my body just cringed. I was like, oh, you don't have any problems, do you? Right. And then out of my mouth came permission to speak my truth with love and compassion. And I was like, ah, that is what spruce is. It is when you speak your truth from, from that grounded place, from being present, for being really honest about what's going on within and then sharing it and having some discernment. I've learned we need some discernment even when we're, even when we're sprucing. Right. And so with all the changes that occurred in my life, it was always around speaking my truth with love and compassion. And then I could look at where so many things went wrong in my life because I couldn't say anything because when I said things, it just, it didn't come out right and it would get misconstrued and then I just wouldn't want to say it. And, but when I play, come from a place of love and compassion for myself mm -hmm. and for the other person, because I honestly believe no one gets up in the morning and decides I'm going to make life hell for someone else. Right. You know, right. I, no that's my intention for the day. Like, we <laughs> right. all get up. Right. Right. Yeah. We all get up and we go, okay, I'm going to do the very best I can. And right. sometimes that very best, you know, I think, well, it was still the best I could, you know, even if it really was a bad one. It's like, well, if I could have done better, I would have done yeah. better. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been really interesting for me. And even a couple of years ago, I got divorced. Mm -hmm. And even with that, it's like, cool, how do I speak with love and compassion throughout this when two beautiful people are choosing not to journey together? How do we, how do we manage that? And that's what I kept coming to because when... When we speak truth with love and compassion, then our hearts open. And I was listening to a TED talk just yesterday about how compassion keeps our heart open. And then mm -hmm. Brene Brown, you heard of Brene Brown? Yes. Yeah. So anyone who hasn't heard it, Brene, 
Brene Brown, check her out. She does a lot of research. And compassion is empathy in action. And I really like that. Right. <laughs> so then that means that when we're speaking, then we're also speaking from a place of empathy and having that for ourselves and for, and for other people as well. Okay, now taking this uh, where you are currently, many people are not there. I mean, we are not even fantasizing to be there right now. So if I have to like, I, I'm totally a lay person and I'm in this yeah. place of maybe not speaking the truth even. I mean, because I'm so concerned and fearful about how will I be taken yeah. or, you know, and many a times I'm just sharing what I feel like. Yes. Um, uh, I, I choose to speak truth, but many a times I feel the other person might be offended by it. And sometimes I may offend them even, you know, so it's like, yeah. I, yeah. Though, you know, it, it gets extreme at times for me. So I'm just trying to understand like how from here, how can I take this yeah. journey further? So how would you help goddesses take those baby, baby steps, you know, make it like real bite size so that people like me, like me can do yeah. it. <laughs> yes yeah yeah well I, I, I am I am you a couple of years ago and I still am you at times it's um you know you say I'm doing it all the time not human I don't always I don't always get it right and but that's human and things, that's perfectly fine like as long as yeah. you're aware and check yourself and do it again and yes. it's perfectly fine right yeah yeah we are that's one of my big things is that we are all perfect and right. we are perfect in our imperfections of being uniquely you I mean uniquely yeah. everyone is so different I mean we all have those sameness but we're all so uniquely different right. so the, fir the first step in um, the first thing is to to stop and just be really no, go back a step is first thing you do is have to be really safe really safe right so this start really okay. safe so okay. so doing this is being really safe so you start this journey on your own mm -hmm. you don't necessarily go do it in public straight away okay. you can okay. but the first thing is is to give yourself permission to be really honest just with yourself wow just and with yourself that that's right deep when i think about it like just yeah. giving yourself permission to be honest to yourself many a times we think truthfulness or honesty is what you tell others but most yeah. of the times we are lying to ourselves you know like i think i cheat yeah. myself the most than the word you know <laughs> yeah and like, and we do yeah, yeah. around yeah. The, around the world goddesses do yeah. and it's and well, it's everyone we're talking here with goddesses and um like at the time, I was seeing a psychiatrist for 15 years mm -hmm. and suffering depression and anxiety and having all sorts of treatment things. But I look back, there were things that I never told him. Well, also what we often do is we think we're protecting other people. Ah, okay. That they, they, they are right. not judged or, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that they're not judged. We're also protecting ourselves. We think we're protecting ourselves. So right. one of the big things is that I thought I was protecting someone else, mm. someone that I love dearly. Right. And then way down, like 15, 17, 18 years later, one of my doctors said to me, oh, you're being bullied. 
And it was just like this epic, like, whoa, I am. I and this is not your psychiatrist doctor, it's some other doctor. No, this, this was my, my in, in Australia, we call them our GP. GP general, general practitioner. practitioner. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it would be MD if you're in the yeah, US. Yeah, in India, yeah, also. Yeah. And it was, just, it was just this most profound moment of like, huh. And I was so excited because it was like, oh, my goodness, that's what I've been covering up. I've been covering up because I'm trying to protect someone. Yeah. And then I took it a step further because um, my lawyer would say that I was bullied. Mm -hmm. And I would say, I gave away my voice, my dignity, <laughs> my power, because I couldn't speak. Right. So then we had two people who simply didn't know how to communicate. And so then things that came out, they seemed to come out wrong and then I didn't know what to say and then you don't want to make anything worse so then nobody says anything but then little barbs come out. We all live, I don't know anyone who doesn't live this at some stage. And the thing was that I hadn't given myself permission to be radically honest, to be real just with myself and go, this is really hurting. This is yeah. not working. I feel you. Yeah, something in my heart, I can feel you, you know, like it's, it's so tough. And at the same, it's so real because you love that person, you know, you just love that person. Yeah. And, and you love with the energy that you are living in. You know, you, you just, it still becomes your comfort zone. Even if you're not yeah. speaking up, you know, you, it's causing you pain, but still that's your comfort zone. And you don't yeah. want to break well, that shell. You know, it's, it's like a cycle. Yes. Uh, yeah, but it, it's also, it's also, there's fear. There's also, yeah, the, it's fear. So it, it is a comfort zone that it's also fear because it, what it does is sets up a fight and flight. Yes response going on all the, t all the time. But I can see it very clearly in, in friendships, in family, in business, this constant not saying things. So now, now I can actually feel the energy when I'm talking with someone, the energy of, it may not be a lie, but the untruth or the energy of the unspoken that, that's palpable. I'm like, okay what's going on here now because i can right. feel that energy right. but in the first in the first place it is it really is a permission space mm -hmm. to be real with yourself yeah. and one of the next early steps is you know get out the mirror and okay. sit in front of the mirror mm -hmm. or your telephone with your video and, and your camera and just look at yourself and take a moment to be really really loving knowing you're safe because that's the thing, you know, you could do it walking down the street, but you probably run into something, you know, run, get run over or something. So, so it, it's be, Not be a great really idea. safe. <laughs> no. <laughs> stay so safe. You want to be safe. Yeah, yeah. stay safe. Yeah. And then it's be really honest with yourself about what your thoughts are and what your feelings are. And so with our thoughts, you know, it's, we're so programmed at the moment most people i know is you know i'm fine i'm fine it's good it's great it's the standard things because we don't yeah. want anyone to know that that they're not but right. also on some level things are okay on some level things 
are okay, but it's like, but what's runs beneath the water? And yeah. if we're not addressing that, it causes dis-ease of mind, dis-ease of body, all the sabotage stuff that we go on that we just, you know, we just sort of let it, let it get swept along. Yeah. 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 As opposed to stopping and, go, and being really honest and going, well, this isn't working or this bit's working and that bit's not working. How can we move forward? So as soon as we get to be really honest and a lot of stuff can come up. So, you know, it, it's reaching out and seeking and you don't have to do it on your own. A lot of what I did on my own and I'm like, nah, don't do it on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get, some, yeah. get some help, get someone, yeah. get someone else on, on board and preferably someone who's objective. Yeah. Because often, um, yeah, often if we get someone who knows us and loves us, that doesn't necessarily help. And then to be really honest with our feelings and I have clients and they're like, I'm like, what are you feeling? They're like, don't know. And that was me, my, my doctors or my friends that say, what do you feel? And I'm like, um, um, yeah. yeah. So I know a lot, of, a lot of goddesses, it's like one thing you feel is often when you're in a deep journey is sad. Another thing is grief. Another thing is um, numb. Because if we've got all this stuff going on and we never we're never honest about it, then we just keep shoving it down inside and our numbness, it's called a numbness bar. It's like the numbness bar just, just keeps rising. Right. So then one of the, one of the easy things, one of the things that makes it easy, there's a body of work um, and it's playing with like anger, sadness, fear, and joy. Okay. So if you've got to pick one of them, anger, sadness, fear, and joy, joy. and everything's an extrapolation of, of that um so are you angry are you sad are you scared or you're joyous and then that can go a bit deeper if you're angry and sad then is it, that is what depression can look like mm-hmm. if you're sad and scared that's the feeling of isolation of loneliness um, when you're carefree you get to a point where you just don't care about anything then that's joy and fear You've got this heightened thing of like, whoa, whatever, I'm going to jump out of airplanes, ride motorbikes, do crazy things, doesn't matter. Right. And then there's, there's one, and it's got a, a German name, but it's when you mix anger, mm-hmm. anger and joy. Mm-hmm. It's like meeting the devil. It's like, <laughs> I don't care about anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very addictive, like, ugh, that's a crazy one. But, and then what I realized recently, if we mix anger and fear, mm-hmm. for women, that's hysteria. Okay. And so I'm curious about what the goddesses think around this because men just get angry. They don't get hysterical. They just, they don't right. mix their emotions. Right. They just get angry. Yeah. And then they don't understand. And women often don't get angry. We get hysterical. Right. And it's not just gender-based, but I know, you know, you can get hysterical. And it's a very different energy. So, and it can be confusing for people because it's like hysteria is very different to to anger. So one of the things is, again, you make sure you're really safe. 
Mm -hmm. If you don't want, if you're not ready to look in the mirror and be that loving and compassionate for yourself, then that's cool. Just eyes closed, wherever, walking, but walking somewhere safe, somewhere where you can be really honest about where you're at. And then what are the thoughts going through your head? Not the ones that you tell, you know, the general, everybody, I'm fine. It's being really honest and loving and compassionate with what's going on. And then what are you feeling? So one is anger, sadness, fear, joy, or the mixture. And then the other is, you know, where are you feeling in your body? Okay. Because your feelings, feelings aren't in our head. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm really yeah. tight in my yeah. shoulders and, oh, yeah. my tummy's always churning and yeah. my left knee's killing me. Like, actually, yeah. where you feel in our body. And when we've sort of gone through that process or through those stages of knowing, like starting to be honest and know yourself and admit to yourself, it's that permission, you know, for I was in this relationship and I was really unhappy, but most of the time it was like, you know, it's fine. Or for me, I would actually, the only time I would admit I was unhappy was when I was drunk. Mm-hmm. Because then your fear thing, that shell thing was gone and all the inhibitions yeah. gone and then you could actually yeah. touch base with your real feelings. Yeah. And the crazy, th the crazy thing in Australia, because alcohol's you know, a very social, it's a big part of culture yeah. in Australia. Yeah. For other, other countries, there are different things, but it's whatever takes that inhibitions away. And then the crazy thing was, that would be when I would be, I would be drunk, but I would also be very vulnerable and I'd say, I'm really, really unhappy. And I would get told, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. And I'd go, yes, I am. And they'd say, no, you're not. It's just the alcohol. And I'd say, no, this is the only time I can be really honest, right. really hurting. And they'd go, no, you're not. Yeah. And then I'd get told I have to stop drinking. They were absolutely right. I needed yeah. to stop drinking. But that, that thing about being heard, and again, you know, if we're, if we're not in a really grounded space, when we're saying things, it's not going to be heard the same as when, when you're in a heightened space or, or spaced out or drunk or something like that. So now I don't have to get drunk to say how I'm feeling, which is... Um, yeah, which is much better. And then comes the discernment mm -hmm. of um, speaking to someone else. And one of the higher levels is to be able to say to someone, um, to be able to say, I want to be witnessed mm -hmm. or I want to be validated. I want to be, I want empathy. I want sympathy. I, to actually ask. Wow. And not, I don't, I didn't grow up being taught, you know, to ask when I wanted to yes. ask much, let alone when I wanted to speak to someone. Most people I know aren't taught the skills of like, okay, you know, I really want to make a time to speak with you. Um, again, you know, working out where you want to, where you want to have this conversation. And then the big thing is the conversation is only about you. Yeah. It's only about me. Yeah. So we have a lot of how do I speak to someone else? Because most of someone else is going, pointing the finger out at someone. 
Yeah. You make me, you do this, you do that, you do this, you do that, you. Yeah. And Spruce is my experience. Right. So it's, it's really ownership of I feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm really scared. I'm over the top, madly in love. I'm so distant. I, and I know there's a lot of stuff around, you know, they're not being the I and things, being the we and the oneness and all that sort of stuff. But if we're not deeply connected to ourselves, how can we connect to the everything? How can else? we connect? And we, well, we can connect to other things, but then we end up, my experiences and what, I, what I've experienced myself but also what I know a lot of other people have experienced, then we end up fairly hollow and empty and disconnected. So we're giving from that almost Hollowness. shell. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then also with that, often we're unable to receive because we're so busy going giving. out there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Heather, I mean, a few things which you said, like really, you know, had that light bulb moments within me. And nice. one thing which I felt connected, like, it, and for which this podcast was started, because I used to think this Mother India syndrome, you know, I, I, I sent, shared that in my first podcast, like Mother India, like Indian women, she keeps giving, giving, giving. But more I got exposed to women across the globe, more I realized it's not the Indian problem. It, it's like no. nobody is teaching you to love yourself. No one is teaching you to talk about yourself. Nobody, like the thing you said, like when mm. you speak to someone and ask for discernment, so you're asking for it. Like, listen to me, with the, validate me, support me, sympathize with me, empathize with me. Don't point your finger <laughs> to me. Yeah. This is just how I'm feeling. I'm just letting it out. You know, it's basically yeah. my uh, conversation with myself and I want you to witness and observe it. So yes. just, just having that permission or having someone who understands this, you know, I mean, I, I feel like we are like the whole culture has to be built around this. Like we create a society which allows you to speak. Yeah. So good point that you shared was irrespective of the culture, you know, yeah. uh, it, I feel this connect of more and women, more and more women supporting each other allowing others to speak up for themselves yeah you know so like when you were speaking i'm like wow wow <laughs> wow there's so much wisdom pouring and i'm sure the goddesses would agree that there was so much wisdom so heather um, awesome. so what we do in the show is we ask our guests to give a gem so this gem is yeah. something actionable you know, uh, like just one action step that they can yeah. take to just, you know, put their beak on that eggshell inside so that it breaks, you know, yeah. and they can come out. <laughs> so just yeah. one gem that you feel would be helpful for our goddesses. Yeah. Um, so if I wrap it up, one of the things that we often don't have and we're not taught is boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things is, and then we don't, we, we don't speak them either. You know, that yes, no, which no is no until I choose that it's a yes, if I choose that it's a yes, or 
or or yes so so even amongst the everything that we've talked about the biggest gem that i would like people to do is to give themselves time and permission to be really honest yeah and then from that place because as soon as this starts then then ultimately when i speak my truth with love and compassion there are always possibilities there's always possibilities when i'm not speaking then i can journal stuff i can write stuff but the putting it out of my mouth and tasting it and feeling it so even if they're not ready to speak it to someone even to the mirror to themselves then you know sitting under a tree um sitting somewhere again where they're safe and just speak out loud with a from love and compassion what is very real for you and the most profound thing is when i speak my truth with love and compassion often what has been locked inside my mind and locked inside my body when i hear it come out of my mouth it's no longer my truth yeah it's just released it's not even my truth right so it's powerful it's powerful to speak to someone else and to take that time to speak to the to the person that we need to speak but sometimes it's just speaking it out it's like when i when i spoke about the bullying that i took my ownership of what i'd done of what i'd co-created it was the most liberating experience of my life mm-hmm. now i did that knowing i was safe right and being discerning about who i spoke about it with so that is the gem to to play with this and you know you can you can start really small or it may be you know what i can't i can't live like this any longer i need to do something and it's like cool like that's exciting what how can you know how can you move who who can help you move forward because often we can get stuck on the how yeah don't worry about the how just like who you can you can help me you can help me yeah, which change the letters yeah 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 which got us yeah. out there is like sitting there waiting yeah. to uh waiting to hold your hand if you need it right yeah. right and 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 when you yeah. are ready to ask for help help appears you know you people are there people yeah. are basically good people like we all are good souls right yes. people always Absolutely. want to help each other and you know yeah. so i i i believe when you are ready to share your story somebody is there to support you you know so how do i yeah. start that process because unless i have love and compassion for myself i will not speak with love and compassion well that's that may not be the case because often what we can do is it's very easy to speak with love and compassion for the other person others yes 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 yeah and then so so for many it is like a lot of the goddesses may or may not have traveled but if you're on an airplane you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself you know they you get on the plane it's like put the oxygen mask on yourself because then you can help then you others. can help others yeah um and yeah and around the world women often are so busy caring for everyone else that they don't care for themselves and then again that's a permission space for many it's like okay permission to be tender to myself permission to be gentle with myself permission to be nurturing caring it's it for some people it's like almost drawing a line in the sand that going okay you know it's me time now with that if our behavior changes a lot 
there can be a lot of judgments going on from people around us. And at the same time, there's a recognition inside like, how's she doing that? Like, it's like you become the, um, like you become the trailblazer. Mm. Like you become the role model of, right. of just saying no. You know, someone says, oh, you know, can you do this, this or whatever? And it's like, no. Yeah. Just, and it's no. perfectly fine. <laughs> no is no. a complete sentence. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, so no can, you know, saying no can be one of the most loving and compassionate things that you can do. Right. Being angry because anger is our boundaries, anger is our clarity, anger is our focus. So if it's just very clear, very clear, not out at someone, but being angry, being angry is a life force and anger, sadness, fear, joy, they're all neutral. So it's like, you know, kick in a bit of, kick in a bit of anger or allow that sadness to flow or recognise that fear that's going on or even that joy space you know, as children, a lot of children get excited, really happy, and it's like, don't be too much, settle down, settle down, settle down. It's like, okay, how about, you know, you do let yourself be joyous and, yeah. um, and, and laugh or be sad and cry or stomp your feet or, or shake with fear or whatever. So it can go back to those really small, small things. And then... Sometimes it's like, okay, what opens your heart? Mm. So you think of something that what opens your heart and it can be, you know, the, a flower, a piece of art, a child, a loved one. And then yeah. it's like, open your heart, open your heart and then have a quick look in the mirror and it's like, oh, how open is my heart to me? Okay. Um, so it may, be, it may be starting with something else that opens, that opens our heart. Okay. To then go, yeah, okay, cool. I can receive too. <laughs> Thank Baby. you. That, that was nice. And that was very practical, Heather, because many a times we get a lot of these knowledge and we cannot connect with it. We don't know how to practice it. Maybe it works for her. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe, you know, it's for... For someone who's... <laughs> someone who's who is on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's for some guru no. or whosoever, but not for me, maybe, you know. She doesn't know me. Yeah. She, she is not from my religion. She's not from my culture. She's not yeah. from my country. What does she know about? She doesn't know my family. She doesn't know my husband. You know, we can have all kinds of stories in our head. Absolutely. But Absolutely. Basically, we are human beings, you know, we are basically yep. a body around the soul. So that's what my belief is. And uh, so thank you so much for simplifying it, uh, you know, and making awesome. it digestible. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. It's, brought, it's brought us here sharing with the goddesses around the world. So that's a beautiful thing. Right. You just don't know, like, how one conversation no. can take you, you know, like, where all it can yeah. go. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that's the Amazing. power of speaking up, right? That's the power of getting out of your comfort zone, meeting new goddesses, yeah. talking to them, learning, be open. 
and loving yourself a little bit more every day. <laughs> every day. That's, that's great advice. <laughs> yes, that's what I believe in. Like, just, just yeah. love yourself a little bit more just every day. A little, just, yeah, just, a little bit. Just, yeah. just a little bit more. You know? Just start somewhere and then yeah. you can do leaps and bounds. But yeah, yeah. start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so awesome. I'm enjoying that energy and I want the whole world to just drown in the self love thing. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Be ready to own up your truth. I'm sure somebody will appear. Otherwise, yeah. you have the mirror exercise. You have the journaling exercise. You have that thing. Yeah. You can start somewhere. So you, the whole beauty lies in starting small. Smart starting, you know. Yes. Just taking yeah. that first just step. Just one step. Just one step. Yeah, that's where one the step. magic lies. <laughs> that's where the magic yeah. lies. Right, right. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Heather. It was mm, such an thank honor. You. And I would like the goddesses to follow you, hear more spruce from you, more, more word of wisdom from you, because I know this has been a lot of uh, churning and retention and practicing. And then, okay, what else is Dreheda saying? So how can they yeah. connect with you? So what are your social media handles that you would like to share? Okay, so Heather Joy Bassett is my Facebook. I've got LinkedIn. I'm not very active. I've got a website. I'm not active there. Mm -hmm. I've got Instagram. I'm not active there. So the only place that I really am active at all mm -hmm. is on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So it's just under my name, Heather Joy Bassett. And I've got an eight-minute clip. Mm -hmm. I think it's around eight minutes on my Heather Joy Bassett um, speaker coach, which is okay. my page. So if someone wants to go, oh, if they want to check out again, how do I do that? They can come back and listen here. Or if they want to share it with someone else where it's not so goddess related, which is fabulous here. But if you've got someone else that you want to share it with, then there's an eight minute thing and you can take your friends or your family and go, hey, heard about this. What about, what about we give this thing a go? And oh, use the story as a way to introduce it to, to someone that you want to speak your truth with. Oh, that's that interesting. you want to speak with love and compassion. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So check her out. Check her out uh, on her Facebook page and connect with her. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. It was such a pleasure and honor to have you yeah. on our planet. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure's all Namaste. mine as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Namaste. You so Namaste. Thank you so much. <laughs>